Hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Fam, Friends, and Magic, a Magic the Gathering podcast brought to you by Swagoy Gaming. My name's Bill Grennan, everyone calls me Brasky, and today I am joined by the Mighty Linguini, Caroline Cavanaugh, and Lady of the Crease, Nicole Callahan. What's up, fam? What's up? Hey, howdy, hey. Hey. Oh, yeah. gosh, I forgot about hey, howdy, hey again. I know, right? It's still just- should have let Nicole go first. Why are we even bothered? It you, starts you can every- You use it, it on the weeks I'm not here. It's not it's the true. same, Nicole. It's, it's oh. not the same. It's so the same. I feel oh. I it, it it starts oh. the cast off on such a just like a pernicious like fun moment, if I do say so. So what about if you did this, Nicole? Could you yeah. book a couple Zoom classes with Nick <laughs> and just teach him how to hey howdy hey? I absolutely just, can do that. Uh, yeah, you know, <laughs> probably like seventeen sessions, probably enough. I think. Mm, I think? think so. Okay, and we're we'll charge I mean, top dollars. Sounds outrageously too many. So. Yeah, one hour sessions each of them. Of course. Yeah. What, what kind of sessions do you normally do? We, we will get back with Nick, and then he'll have the driest hey, howdy, hey <laughs> we have ever had. Well, then we'll need more sessions. That's true. We don't like having dry hay because it could start a fire. But what has been on fire is some of my co-hosts in the competitive magic realm. But we'll get to that a little bit later. We'll get to those things. There's so much to talk about. There's so much to, to go over. There's so much exhaustion based on puns of things that the uh, that a certain someone is throwing at other folks. But I always want to know more than anything else, how is our week in magic? N Nicole, how was your week? It was fantastic. Um, this past Friday, I had the pleasure of casting the VML finals and we crowned our season four champion, uh, Kabir Karamchandani, who was playing Naya Adventures. That was uh, impressive. It was Amazing. It was awesome to watch. I absolutely loved it. And uh, congratulations to Kabir. Uh, so that was phenomenal. The nice cherry on top for the season four there. Uh, personally, I have been playing a little bit of ladder, but I'm hoping to play the Star Cities this this weekend for ladder skipsies <laughs> to make Caroline proud. I'm like, how can I skip the ladder? <laughs> skipsies. Hit skip how, has, how has Star Cities not jumped on that going play Star Cities for ladder skipsies? Like, just do that. Like, there's there is your advertisement for these. Well, I assume they listen to this podcast, so exactly. Yeah, this is actually my this is my soft audition to be a marketing intern for Star City Games. There you go. I love it. Well, I was picturing No Takesies Backsies. Do, do people know what that is? Yes, I believe yeah. I believe most people know No Takesies Backsies. Yeah, at least most twelve year olds do. <laughs> How would that fit into the landscape of like participating in certain magic tournaments of No Takesies? Oh, backsies? people take these backsies all the time in non competitive magic. <laughs> Oh, non-competitive. Oh, yes. No, that is yeah. like my, that's my like standard operating procedure is, is takes these backsies. You should see takes these backsies in arena tournament testing. So like you're testing with someone, you're trying to get a matchup and you make a mistake. And when I was testing for the last PT, like Martin Juza was so bad at wanting to do takes these backsies on arena. It was outrageous, but it's really <laughs> difficult He'd be like, well, just pretend that this land's not here. What? <laughs> like, like, okay, well, I only have three creatures, not four. It's just like, takes these backsies in arena is just outrageous and should never be done. It's so true, though, because, but I, I am that person because you can, you tap Z to like undo, right? Like well, I always do control Z because of the moto in me. Exactly. Yeah, and then I'm, like, I'm in full control. But <laughs> it makes I... sense that it's Z because it is literally take Z's back Z's. Like, that's what it is. So you hit oh. Z to do take Z's back Sorry. Z's. Sorry. You what? just blew what? my mind. Z. 
Well, Z, Z, this joke is Z. not landing with at least half our audience. On Z, Z, Z. We'll say Z. Oh, Z. Oh, assuming that half our audience is Canadian. True. We'll assume that half our audience is Canadian. This is true. Half of ten is five. So Canadian I don't and Canadians. New magic card. Canadian Zs. That's what I want to know. <laughs> Every time, all you do is tap it, and you can take back Z's your 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 previous action. Back Z's. Yeah. <laughs> I was like back Z's, take Z's, back Z's. That's yeah. that's, that's not back Z's. Oh, I'm you in. <laughs> if it's a Midwestern one, every time you take back Z's, you have to go. Oh, just O P E. Just say, oh, hold on a sec. I got. Oh. I'm just going to take that back there. Hold on a hey, second. Hey, hey. I'm just. Oh, I'm just going to take that back there. Oh yeah, you betcha. But it's true. I I have like take back Z syndrome in arena of like. I will just play a land, and I'm hoping that for some reason, if I hit full control while the animation is in place, it will catch the land midair and bring it back to my hand so I can play the proper color that I wanted to play. Okay, I will say, modal double face cards does allow for some takesies-backsies action because they have to give you an option to pick, and you're like, oh, shit shoot, this is not the card I'm supposed to be casting. And then you like cancel out. So not that pathway, not that pathway. Yeah. It's so true. Like I understand how bulky it would be, but I kind of wish like you, I could just put in like brassy rules in the settings where like, even if I want to play a land, it's like, not, I play are a, you sure you want to play a swamp? Are you sure about that? Are you sure, Brasky? <laughs> yes. Thank you. And just kind of keep going. It's like training oh, wheels Brasky, for magic. Brasky, Brasky. It's only on forests. <laughs> so you play forests. Are you sure? Are you sure, Brass? Are you feeling okay, Brasky? You're playing sure, green. Brass? You're playing green. You, you're gonna. You... It's like it's like randomly checking in on my well-being. It's like you gotta be okay. You gonna be all right? Yeah. You submit a deck list. It's like, oh, excuse me, Brasky. This is forest in it. It realizes that I'm at like four life against an opponent with twenty life, and they're just like, "You feeling okay? Do you need? You, do you need somebody? You're gonna be all right. You're fine. You're fine." <laughs> and I am fine. I'm doing good. I'm doing great. But what I don't know yet is how caroline's week in magic was because we spent all of this time about canadian zeds oh i thought you were gonna throw nicole into the bus for yeah I, I was, when I was, I was like, like wow nicole didn't really take a lot of this conversation <laughs> i just said something about skipsies and <laughs> so okay just a small little like side story we used to do a video call in a separate program than what we do now and it used to record like the timer for how long each person spoke uh and so i've been really freed from that knowledge so i assume i speak equally to everybody else so anyway um, <laughs> and they definitely were not all like two-thirds one person <laughs> um, so my week in magic was pretty fun i last week i had set a goal um in our team meetings, we're trying to set ourselves weekly goal. A couple weeks ago, I talked about the Moto League a day goal, uh, which is forever lost to the internet. Um, the recording, not my goal. Though it is sort of forever lost to the internet, too. Uh, and so last week, I decided to try and do a goal where I would get enough QPs, this imaginary made-up thing on Moto. Don't worry about it. Uh, and I did not reach my goal. It was sad. I think I got stuck somewhere around like 30 QPs. Um, so I ended up not playing, not going to play any Magic on Sunday. Uh, but then I found this randomly like melee tournament, which I didn't tell anyone about last time. I didn't tell everyone about it because it's like a Canadian store in the like prizes were sort of weird. Like it's in, it's in store credit. And they wrote something like, if you're not Canadian, we'll send you cards of equivalent value, which to my understanding is what store credit is. So I didn't, 
I just got a little confused and was like, I don't really know if I want to advertise this yet. And so I decided to play in the event um, as I am Canadian. I don't know if you've caught up on it on that yet, but uh, <laughs> don't you know? Um, and uh, the tournament. So I, I was going to play and I just submitted Mama Red and I went to bed and Sunday or Sunday morning. I woke up and Heidi was like, hey, like Sean has been really do, doing well with cycling. I think we should just play cycling. And I, and I was like, crap like how much brasky payer to say this like mm-hmm. yeah and, and i wasn't going to and then i like just before the event started i was in bed like i <laughs> i registered and then just didn't get up in the morning i was like i'll just wait and uh i was like well i don't really have an attachment to mono red like why why is this the line in the sand that i'm drawing i don't really like mono red either so i decided to just give it a try since it was a, a free whatever event and a good place to try those kind of things out. And so I submitted cycling and then first couple of rounds, I'm like, Oh, okay. <laughs> I I see the appeal. <laughs> of course would never tell Brasky this. Which is, he's actually right now has his hands in his ears. Um, so I'll let him come back in a second, but for now, you know, he was probably right, but he's not listening. So it's okay. He doesn't know. La 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 la. la, 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 la. <laughs> um, and yeah, so then I, I played cycling. I think I went, uh, I came ninth, <laughs> so whatever that seven rounds X and two, um, and other X and twos made it. So it was a, it was a sad ninth, not not a, and I don't even know what the other option would be for the other ninth. But it's like not sad if you're locked out. It's not a sad ninth. It's just an inevitable ninth. Yeah, yeah. So mine I was mean, a like sad ninth. <laughs> ninth on breakers is much different than a clean cut top eight. Well, it's just inevitability. You're just like, okay, whatever, yeah. I got ninth. But this was more like, oh, I got ninth? I don't know. Just had to... <laughs> I mean, we should have Brasky back in the conversation. So, Brasky, you're back. What? Oh, hey. <laughs> hey, everybody. Uh, okay, well, uh, I saw in the show notes, a, there was it was a completely, like it was blacked out and I couldn't see anything. It just said, Brasky, plug your ears. Yeah. So, I'm here now. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm assuming we were talking, uh, about, uh, some type of moose, some other, uh, type of, uh, Canadian, uh, legacy game that you were playing. What was, what was the topic of discussion? Uh, don't, don't worry about it. I had a good weekend. Oh, you had a good weekend, weekend? Oh, my weekend was fantastic. I got to watch some of my friends, uh, do really well in events playing a deck that I have been evangelizing for the oh, past oh, several right? weeks. Mm-hmm. Yeah, just Sean, because, yeah. Uh, yeah, Sean was doing really well with the deck. And, you know, I, I, I will say, here's the thing about cycling, is that cycling is so great, is that if you take that event to an organized play event and you don't make a top eight with it, well, I don't know what you were doing with that deck. That's all That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> Maybe playing the mirror all day. Yeah, there we go. <laughs> you just made top eight. I don't understand. <laughs> Throwing, yeah, I think you the wheels know. have fallen off this joke. Well, I was um, making a joke about about tiebreakers. I was getting there. <laughs> there you go. Now it you're is. just insulting. Oh, if you're not good, you shouldn't be talking. Yeah, if you can't make top eight with it, why bother playing why the deck? Why be here, Caroline? You have sullied the good name of cycling. That's the name of that's the name of this episode. Sullying the good name of cycling. <laughs> It's it's that, but I will say it was really awesome. Just to like, I had a busy, busy weekend, so I don't have a lot of time. So I was like, check Discord and look through my notifications, and it was kind of like awesome just seeing both Caroline and and Sean just like messaging back and forth in the Swigoy channel of just being like, oh, I'm this and oh, I'm this and oh, I'm doing oh my gosh, cycling is doing so great. And all I could do, it wasn't like an I told you so, but it was more like a proud parent watching their child like 
do something for themselves on the first go around. And because I have no children, I can only assume that that is what that feeling is like. So it wasn't like like an Emperor Palpatine, like a yes. Yeah, no, I have no. I get Caroline to top eight an event with Grixis, then I'll be sitting there going, good. I actually lost the last round on purpose, just so I wouldn't right. top eight you. Out if only spite. you had lost it. If only you had lost it to a Grixis deck, then I, I would have just a heck of a deck. Like we'll yeah. talk a little bit about it after, but it was not. I lost it to Naya uh, Aura's deck. Ooh, yes, yeah. Okay, like That's they a- deserved it. It was <laughs> take it, run. Oof. Well, there is there is going to be plenty of discussion about some about some of those cycling shenanigans later on in the cast. I, I will state for for my weekend magic, it's been a busy time with work and everything else that's going on. But uh, I I had you know I play a lot of commander when I can because I like to play paper magic over you know spell table and webcams and things of that nature. Boomer. Yep, yep, that's right, boomer. <laughs> uh, and oh, it's only it's only going to get more boomy. Trust me. Uh, so from that, I had a I had a like a really budget Lavinia deck that was fun for me and i realized maybe that's not the way to go in commander is to play lavinia and knowledge pool and omen machine and just tell everyone they can't play anymore and we all walk away i did it it was fun not fun for anybody else so i have dismantled my lavinia deck yes i have a question yes did they change the password to the spell table table they did okay and did you get it back when you showed your ripped up lavinia I did. Yeah. I, I actually had, she had to be in pieces and I just said, here, here, here you go. It's no more. Okay. So and now I'm, so I'm on, I'm, this, this isn't a choice that you made that like. It is, it is a choice that I made in order to re-engage with the game <laughs> of commander. <laughs> <laughs> and they I said, mean, you get out of here, you poor man CEDH player. I said, yeah, you're right. I feel like, you know, they keep letting you back. So I feel like it's on them now. It's so. true. And and this time around <laughs> I showed up and and I had taken apart Lavinia and I have now made uh it was my first chance like I hadn't made an Esper deck. So I made an Alela Artful Provocateur deck, Ooh. which is making blue fairy tokens anytime you cast an artifact or enchantment. And all I'm gonna say about this, it has about somewhere in the range of forty two artifacts and enchantments in it. And I will only point out two cards that I think people aren't playing enough in the game of Commander. The first one is Mana Maze. And Mana Maze is one and a blue, and it's from Invasion. And all it says is players can't cast spells that share a color with the spell last played this turn. <laughs> what? <Yes>. What? <laughs> so every time the turn starts, it starts over. I and if you have a multicolored deck and you play a green card, great. You can't play any more green cards Wait, until you play, play a color. A blue card, can you play a blue card in response? No, I can't. <laughs> exactly. And then it just keep you have to keep track. And so it's like, it's kind of staxy, but it's like an actual maze. You're like, wait, I played this many colors. If you play your commander that is three colors, great. Hope you got something else there because that's all you can cast. You so it would always... Artifacts, I assume. Mm-hmm. And so, and then if you cast an artifact, it's colorless. So it starts over. You clear it out and you can play something else. So it made for They gave you the password? They yeah. like that. <laughs> but that like, was the thing. Every time someone cast something, it became this fun, like, oh, hold on. No, if I do, I can't. Oh. And now you had to manage around it as opposed to just completely saying, oh, I can't play this anymore. Like, I, I can't play any part of my deck. It was a, I have to really navigate around one. It's a $2 card from Invasion, and it's glorious. The, <laughs> the only other card I will point out from that is, is Insight. And Insight is another like $2 card from Tempest. And that's this is great just for Commander because all it is is a better Ristic study in my mind because all it is is a three-mana enchantment. Whenever an opponent successfully casts a green card, you draw a card. 
and there's a lot of green rolling around. So you don't got to pay for it. You, you would have like it. a green hay card in quotation. Oh, God, yeah. And guess what else I have? Ankh of Mishra. Whenever you put, whenever a land comes into play on uh, your side, you're taking two decks. Anywhere I can beat up green decks, that's what I do. Preloaded <laughs> us with expectations of two, and you got your two. Can I just say, this whole time, listeners, this mm-hmm. is really important. You need to, first of all, you need to pause and rewind and go back to when Brasky starts talking about these cards. But before you do... You need to picture Brasky with a glass of like beer wine, craft yeah, beer. Craft beer, yes, like, in go. like a fancy glass, and he's holding it in his right hand or his left hand, and he's just like looking at the camera, like he's just looking so pompous. <laughs> I'm telling you, I'm so definitely just, getting just the do that. Like, go back so and much. listen to that whole segment, but thinking while he's like swirling and doing the stiff sniff thing, yeah, like just. Mm. Yes, no, the beverage I'm drinking, I, I detect hints of... the evil commander player effect. My, I detect fun. hints of my opponents of salt and... <laughs> um, forest. <laughs> yes, a forest. I, I, burnt, I smell burnt, burnt trees and, <laughs> and something else going on it. No, that that is what uh, that is what I spent my weekend doing was uh, was making a fun commander deck, which actually was fun. Like it was cool to see like how it interact with folks and people actually had a good time with it. They're like, "Oh, cool deck!" Which, hey, cool. If I can do that, that's like that hits on the Timmy Jimmy sides of my spots. It is is if you finish something and an opponent goes, "Hey, cool deck," I'm like, "Thank you." That's all. That's that's all I needed for that weekend. Can I tell you about the wonders of cycling? They say, "No, I'm good," and then they walk away. <laughs> But I thought you had your in. Oh, yeah, but... I did. <laughs> but if you are wondering about the wonders of cycling or perhaps any other of the uh, awesome kind of uh, archetypes that are out there in the standard format, uh, there's plenty of things that you can do with any of the decks you enjoy playing in the world of standard and then some, which is why we always like to give a rundown of the competitive landscape, events you can play in, things that are happening all around this week and weekend, which is why we always like to go to the Mighty Linguini, Caroline Cavanaugh, with this week's news and upcoming events. Sweet. So we got a couple different things. Um, I've started to add a few more Moto events now that we've prepped all of our listeners to be big Moto grinders. Um, so things to think about this weekend uh, is a 7 a.m. Saturday limited super qualifier and it's sealed. Super in the word means that you can uh, pay entry fee into it. You do not have to have any special points. Um, and then Sunday, there's a 7 a.m. modern qualifier, not super. So you would need some special qualification you know, 40 QPs or whatever, whatever you do, you know? So both of those are pretty early. I want to point out something kind of annoying is it is daylight savings this weekend. So 7 a.m. Pacific on Sunday. So it's spring forward. Spring ahead, fall back. So what time is that? Would that normally be? So once it hits like what it hits, it happens at like 3 a.m. When 3 3 a.m. hits, it'll be 4 a.m. So do I get less or more sleep? You get less sleep, you bump ahead an hour. Okay, well, I'm out then, whatever. <laughs> anyway, so then uh, on Arena, the Mythic, uh, the MIQ, PTQ, I don't know whatever you want to call it, the Arena thing that you all ladder grind for or skip the ladder like Nicole and I try to, um, <laughs> is happening for March. It's happening this weekend. It is sealed. It is phantom sealed. We don't need to get into why or if and if it should be, but it is. <laughs> it is phantom sealed. And can you practice for it? Currently, no, <laughs> because unfortunately, there is not sealed available on Arena. I did see some people tweeting to try and get some action. Um, I personally haven't checked, but I would assume 
that I would have heard if they were successful. In I getting... love that you say it like get some action, like there's back alley sealed matches going on, like <laughs> sitting there being like, "Hey, you got some bad action? Get some sealed." Uh, yeah, there's always sealed on Moto. You always got you always got Moto to bring you bring you up to speed for Arena. <laughs> um, I, I love and, it. It's just like, oh well, you know, do you get to keep the cards? No. Well, can we at least practice beforehand? Also, no. Also, no. <laughs> it's the it's the card game version of an internship. We pay you in experience. <laughs> well, no, well, well, actually, we don't because you no, can't actually, have that either. <laughs> no. <laughs> No actual XP is gained, but you gain like the knowledge that you have done. Think about it, you know. Yeah. How many comas did you enter? Did you open in this imaginary pool? Um, Okay. As much as we're teasing, I I believe what's likely here is some of these changes to the MIQ formats are the right and the left hand is a pretty common thing when you work for the big business, Um, and so it is possible that the right hand being like, look at all these cool things we're into the MIQ. The left hand was like, you forgot to tell us, so we don't have this ready. (laughs) Like, I think that's just a possibility. I I do not believe no one sat in the boardroom and said, let's make sure there's not sealed the week of the MIQ. (laughs) So it is very likelihood just a um, a, a bad combination of some some planning gone wrong. But anyway. An an oopsie, if you will. An oopsie doopsie. (laughs) They they did not get Takesy's backseas on that It's quite like, hey, how'd you do? Or hey, how'd you do? But it's a little oopsie doopsie. (laughs) (laughs) It's a regretful, hey, how'd you do? So, uh, Melee events. There's actually some good choices this weekend. We got the CFB Pro Showdown, a single elimination standard event for all members of CFB Pro. I got this. Um, That was on Saturday at 9 a.m. Pacific. We have a... um, Oh, I realized I don't have this format done. I believe it's historic. These have all been his. Oh, what's it? Okay. The MTG historic subreddit is hosting a tournament. Going to assume it's historic. <laughs> it's, um, it's, it's actually Oathbreaker. I've been tricked before. Uh, it is a Trinaham Saturday, and it is uh, still being hosted by the subreddit, but it is now in association with the Mythic Society. Um, I think it's worth checking out. Historic. Ooh, historic will actually be brand new that Saturday. Because the anthology comes out on Thursday on the 11th. So actually pretty interested in that tournament and keeping some eyes on it. So something to think about. Um, and then on Sunday, we have the classic, the the thing we're all used to, the thing that Nicole and I are both looking forward to, and that is the SCG PTQ um, happening on Sunday. So you'd have to go and participate in one of those satellites or more Friday and Saturday. Uh, spoilers, that is actually my goal this week is to try and qualify for one of these PTQs because I do not have the latter qualification for April. And so like Nicole, I tend to plan out my, my month of March and think, when can I clear the ladder so that I don't have to stress about it? Cause I really don't have time to ladder grind. So that's, that's what you got. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at all this stuff in, in Nicole as the, as the captain of the Sugoi team, you know, you see like the arena MIQs and sealed and you see these super qualifiers and all the things like that. You know, it's, how do you manage what the team wants to do and how do you manage the best way for a team to approach events like that? Uh, that when you have a big weekend of qualifiers or other events that are going on that like you try to get people on the same page or at least lift up those who are going to be participating and get them like the experience that they need. Well, uh, it's a really good question. Uh, we, um, 
we've been concentrating on standard the last uh, couple weeks. So I decided from there this weekend, the biggest, the most important event probably going into this weekend would be the arena MIQ because you have a championship weekend quali- uh, um, like invitation on the line. So we are going to take this week to concentrate on sealed, but we also have separate playtesting hours that I kind of let whoever shows up sort of dictate. So if there's somebody that shows up and they're like, I really want to do well, I want to try out this new historic deck that I built. You know, the stuff comes out on Thursday. We usually have a playing testing hour on Fridays. So you show up on Friday, you show up with this cool historic list, you know, wrangle up a couple people on the team and uh, get get some testing on. So it really is uh, go for what's best for the majority of the team normally. So, you know, we're going to be grinding some sealed later on tonight, actually, with the uh, with with our meeting this evening on sealeddeck.tech. I'm going to be building a pool a few different ways and, you know, see who comes up with what and testing it out that way. But it's kind of just, you know, trying to accommodate everybody's needs. It's very hard to do. So you just try to take care of the majority most of the time and everybody else kind of figures themselves out. But it's great to have a team with so many people on it because we can all support each other. Please note that Sealed Deck Doc Tech is not a sponsor of Fam Friends and Magic, but we still yep. endorse Sealed Deck Doc Tech. Also, if Sealed Deck Doc Tech wants to sponsor Friends and Magic, we're open to that. So hit us <laughs> up, bro. There's, there will be no takesies backsies if you sponsor us. But maybe but some I, take said back sets. But, but possibly some take sets back sets. Uh, that's a really cool point, uh, Nicole, that you make right there. Of like the the three things that stand out to me of like when you're when you're in a sort of leadership position and trying to help out like a group of people to do well in a spot. You kind of you assess, you allocate, and you empower. You assess all the events that are going on and figure out which one you want to do. You allocate the team resources to those like specific events, and then you empower those that are participating to be the most prepared that you want them to be. God, that's very succinct. <laughs> there we go. I like it. I like it. And we, you know what's not uh, as succinct? Long-form discussions that will be two hours long in the manners of cycling in standard, which we're not going to do. What we are going to do is talk about a certain deck that a certain... I don't want to say genius. What I will say is smarter than he looks. No, that's not. That's still not very smart. I, I will say perhaps uh, Oracle of decks to that to come uh, was suggesting cycling for the past several weeks, even on certain podcasts that never saw the light of day. And so <gasps> now there happens to Wait. be what? That's brilliant. Nobody knows that you were talking about cycling. <sighs> It's true. It doesn't matter. Nobody even knows. Wait, when did you talk about cycling, Brasky? In the episode uh, that we didn't have. Perfect. Wait, what? I don't even remember. What? I don't this remember is talking like, about this that. Is hey, like the, this is like the magic. I got a segment for us. Everybody, it's great. Are you ready? Let's talk about this deck that Sean, our teammate, came up with this weekend and we'd never seen before or talked about before at all. This is like the magic version of Memento. <laughs> That's all I can feel from this right now. I totally forgot that this was this all happened in the episode that never made it. I mean, I've been discussing cycling for quite some time in terms of my weeks in magic. No way of knowing. No, no, there's no possible way of knowing on it. But point being, (laughs) we've had a lot of folks in the Swigoi team do well with the cycling deck in some competitive avenues and 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 realms. And so that's kind of what we wanted to talk about a little bit. Is the cycling deck uh, and not do like necessarily a deep dive on it, but just talk about that deck and the experience that uh, some folks had over this past weekend. 
the cool spots about it, what we like about it, and the big question that everyone always wants to ask whenever they listen to podcasts like this. Where's should the sideboard I, guy? Yeah, where's the sideboard guy? <laughs> one, and should I play it this weekend? And so the answer to all of those things is it's behind a paywall. If you send Brasky $12, I will give you the rest of the podcast. <laughs> I just have received word that I will be fired if I do that. So we are going to discuss the cycling deck. Caroline... <laughs> Talk about talk. You know, we talked a little bit earlier about uh, jumping on the cycling deck and things like that. But what is it that you noticed about the deck in terms of like how was playing out the matchups you were going against? Was there anything that you were like, oh, I'm probably not favored here? That you're like, oh wow, I, I blew that archetype out. Like, what was it like uh, to play through the deck as you were going around there? Uh, so I do want to start off um, as as is often currently in standard. Um, we use descriptors for decks, so cycling deck. Um, but there actually are different versions that exist. So the version I'm going to be referencing is what I believe is the version that got more popular this weekend and potentially last weekend. I'm not going to fight anyone on whether or not somebody 5-0'd on a Tuesday with it. I'm, you know, I'm off it. But in my opinion, there's a newer version of cycling. And that is the Pyromancer version. So instead of playing Luris, as it cannot anymore... It instead branches into another powerful, or into a another, nope, a different powerful three drop. There we go. Um, and this one synergizes well with the cycling. So um, the deck is is a little different than the Lurus version. It's it it wants you know it needs a little bit more permanence in play potentially, um, but it can do some pretty crazy things. You know if you get to free both on my turn and my opponent's turn. So. Definitely have some cool ways to, to close out the game. So in general, the thing as I discovered kind of quickly was creature decks. Specifically, my first experiences were against Gruul, like just, or Naya. I guess they're technically Naya. Um, as long as they didn't have a, a giant trampler. So obviously Embercleave was was a fear of mine. I had like a big poster of it in front of me being like, no Embercleaves allowed in my room. As long as there were no Embercleaves, I felt the matchup was basically unlosable. Um, because you do produce a lot of blockers with either um, Improbable Alliance, which I think my deck needed, the cycling deck needed more of, um, or the 3-1 that when you cycle, you make a 1-1 one, one on either turn. Um, if any of those survive for even more than one or two turns, the, the amount of damage that you can save by the time you're, you know, you're doing your thing and you're building up your graveyard is just insane. Because a Lovestruck Beast doesn't do anything if it just gets blocked by a 1-1. Um, so I, I, I think I discovered pretty quickly the creature matchup seems manageable as long as, um, you, you were able to avoid some of those crazy trampling spells. And it is one of the reasons why you, you may consider chumping at a much higher life total than you would normally. Like if, if you're at 15 and you have a lot of things to do with your mana, but you're being attacked for five, it's worth considering chumping so that you don't get into a spot where you can't jump anymore and now an Embercleave can kill you. So something to consider like for creature matchups. And then um, I also discovered I played against Sultai once or twice. I played against Blue Black the other time. And the matchup actually also seemed fine. The scarier card in that in Sultai was obviously the ultimatum because they often could just win on the spot. So having a, you know, both decks having this like win card, <laughs> Embercleave and ultimatum is obviously scary. Um, and it, so I would never say the matchups are perfect, but I felt, um, like the Sultai deck just couldn't impact me enough where suddenly, a um, four mana do a bunch of damage to you spell would be, uh, powerful. 
Um, Brasky, do you have feelings about this matchup? So many feelings. Well, not necessarily the the matchup. Yes, because it's the one matchup where I was like, I had been I just my time on Arena of running into that matchup and just with other decks and just being like, nope, don't like that, don't like that. Getting my butt kicked, getting my butt kicked, and then coming getting into your butt a deck by Sultai. Like yeah, just any like any deck I was playing, I was running into Sultai and being like, gotcha. okay, well, I want something that I I want to beat with this and. Well, I wasn't like some insane winner. It was like, oh, it's it's the ultimate beater of Sultai and things like that. Mm-hmm. I think the one thing that I enjoyed about it in that matchup and in most of the matchups in general, and maybe it's why I like the deck so much, is there's rarely a game, game one, game two, game three, there's really a match or any game where I don't do what my deck wants to do. Even if I lose, like I still did the cycling thing. I still had the opportunity to set up the plays I wanted to play. It's a very consistent deck in a lot of ways mm-hmm. is kind of was the big thing. And I think thinking back to it, that's what I enjoyed the most about it is that even in the losses, I didn't leave like even arena makes you feel bad when you lose. Right. It's like, it's like you lost. It's like you have lost. How dare you? Defeated. Even, yeah. <laughs> dun, dun. But you want to did that. Like it's weird to say, it's like commander, but I left going, you know what? My deck did its thing. My deck did its thing. And that lets me know that either I made mistakes or, or that's just not a good matchup. That kind of spot, as opposed to, well, I didn't, my deck get to, didn't get to do what it wants to do. And my deck, when I play cycling, almost always my deck gets to do some form of what it wants to do in every matchup I play, even if it's unfavored ones as well. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so I think like the Sulfai and Gruel matchups are, are enjoyable and have games to play though where the wheels fell off a little bit for me were um in particular cases they were sort of fringe based decks like i lost to a mono green um stompy deck and i lost to anaya uh aura's deck and really what those both decks had in common were card advantage so the great hinge was involved on the mono green deck and then the amount of card advantage from the Naya deck is insane with something champion. I don't know how to say it. The green three drop that. Oh, Satessin champion. Satessin champion. Yes. Um, Also, there's the new three drop, the like the dwarf friend, the rune forge champion. Yeah. Did you know that that that's a combo with um, transcendent on boy? Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, th- Jim played this deck on his stream like three weeks ago, and th- yeah, all of the runes are free. Yeah, so the envoy mm-hmm. says your rune, your runes or artifacts, or sorry, enchantments cost one colorless less. Mm-hmm. And then the champion says that you can play. It's a champion as well, right? I don't know. The dwarf guy says that you yeah, can play rune for champion. Yep. Yeah, you can play um, specifically runes for one colorless instead of its mana cost. Mm-hmm. So then they're just free. <laughs> and then the Cetessian champion draws a card and f- there you go. Done. <laughs> I, it's one of those things of like when you when you have those like, hey, remember this card? But it's not like a card from, you know, Urza's legacy. It's a card from standard. But you're just sitting there be like, hey, remember Cetessian champion from Theros? <laughs> oh, yeah. Yeah, that's a thing now. I mean, that's it's a, a very thing. powerful magic card. Like. It, it does a heck of a lot of things, but auras in general and enchantments in general have just never been a huge part of standard with, with sagas coming back. Um, and in this case, runes as well. Like I, I think it's a great place for it to be. There's always been that person on arena that plays this type of deck. And so it was really, it was fun to play against, but I will say the other weakness of the deck, other than card advantage, because you're the cycling deck while you draw a lot of cards, 
not really a big advantage, <laughs> at least not all the time, um, is any sort of eva evasion that's that you can't just chill out on the ground with. So trample is pretty annoying. Very annoying. Very annoying. Um, flying. You know, flying is maybe not annoying because improbable alliance, but in general, it's pretty annoying. And then really the struggle that I had was the lifelink. And this Aura's deck has access to two of the three of those with Trample. Well, actually, I guess all three, really. <laughs> so it has all three and can easily go get them because they have ways to, to go tutor for them. They have tons of card advantage. Like, it just, it was just a nightmare. I Yeah. I got to go off for turns after turns after turns with my Pyromancer, killing everything in sight, and I still lost easily. <laughs> like, it was kind of outrageous. Yeah, there's certainly some some weaknesses to the deck as well. Nicole, I think you... Uh, what were you going to say on that one? Oh, uh, no, I, I was... Um, the the thing about the the this, this, this cycling deck that gets me is we're talking about, like, Satessan Champion, like, coming back. Mm -hmm. And, like, oh, this is a card. I feel like that's the weird thing about cycling is that, you know, Satessan Champion is making its debut because there's all these new cards to surround it. And, like, we see a, a, a deck, like, I played Big Snow Red because, you know, a gold span dragon is here. You know, let's give this another shot. It's got another threat. But, like, with the exception of the the two uh, dual-faced lands, they didn't. this deck didn't get anything from, from Call Time. Everything is from, you know, Throne of Eldraine or um, Ikoria or it just didn't really get all these new tools. Like, so it was very surprising to me that this deck has just come back almost just as a, a product of the format rather than a product of new cards. So, yeah, that's I mean, it's I mean, basically, when you think about it, it's like, what'd you get? Well, we got Pathways. Is that all it takes sometimes? Yes. Is like, is that, was that is, it? For, for sometimes a deck just needs a little bit better mana base and then it can actually show up. Isn't that what we all just need? And I mean, sure. it was only, it already had the, the red blue and the uh, red white. It just, the blue white was the one that, that came to be. So it, it's just surprising to me because I feel like blue isn't even that important of a color in the deck. I will you know? think that, like, what I have seen in some sideboards... Right and I, there, Nicole. <laughs> oh, sorry. Yeah, blue, no, blue sucks. Uh, blue no. terrible. <laughs> yeah, blue sucks in the deck. Oh, my gosh. I, I need, need someone go. to clip it. I yeah, need it go. in my life. I need that's it for, so badly. That's for you. All right. Please Happy holidays to, to everybody. Oh Happy holidays God. in March. I will say the one, the one card, though, that's, like, a beyond mana, because what the world needs now is good mana bases. Um, but the one other card that I've seen a lot of folks run in the sideboard is... Is you know you, you cycle you cycle you cycle you can kind of get aggressive with it if you get if you run like a flourishing box builder you do anything else that you want to do with it but oftentimes you're playing especially in games two and three you're playing the control deck a lot of times and so I've seen a lot of depending on the matchups I've seen a lot of uh, cycling builds add in doomscar in the sideboard so that you can really early on foretell that uh, and then just have like a board wipe, you know, on a, just have a board wipe when you need it and put in there as well. That's the only other card I think off the top of my head that's from like relatively new sets, like non Ikoria sets, basically, uh, and Theros sets that fit into that deck as well. Uh, yeah. The other thing to think about cycling is I'm putting it in my head as like sort of similar to affinity and how that deck affects other formats is, it's it does its thing it's all from one set you know there's not well not really but like there's you know there's a lot of affinity artifacts that go well together from the same era of magic and it's sort of beatable 
You can just have stony silence whenever you want. Um, but for people that play that deck, they're constantly kind of watching and waiting, like sort of lurking in a spooky way. That's just like, so everyone's forgotten about affinity. Okay, boom. And then they come out and they, they, they win a tournament, then they sneak back into their home. Um, and then they cry when wizards bans their favorite cards. Um, <laughs> and cycling to me in standard is currently like doing that. It's like, you know, it, it gets some play every couple months. It's saying, hey, people aren't playing graveyard hate. They're kind of fighting each other at the moment. I'm just going to dome them for 20 and then run away until they forget again. <laughs> and that's how I feel cycling is at the moment. Uh, I feel like I played cycling like once or twice at the beginning of the season two of the vml and i felt like i got the feeling i'm like is this not like a real deck so i kind of just left it and started playing mono black the only time since then that i've picked up cycling is when i get my little awards from mgg arena and it's like you must play you know 20 blue or white spells i'm like but i'm playing mono black and i play goblins and historic and i'm like oh let me just play the cycling deck real quick and, uh, but you don't play any blue or white spells. You just cycle them. Oh, no. <laughs> it's my but, only yeah. hope, though. <laughs> yeah. that. But there is times where, like, I, you know, if I play some of the, the pathways where I can flip over, like, the black side, I uh, just, I'm sitting there, I'm like, do I want, like, do I sit there? I'm looking at it just being like, okay, do I want to cast memory leak on the on this person? I think I have the ability to, oh, sure. I'm going to throw a memory leak, memory leak out there. And when you do that sometimes... <laughs> You can just feel your opponent go, you're a Jeskai deck splashing black. What is wrong with you? And I go, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I will say the one thing about the deck as well. And again, this, I could go on and on about just why I enjoy playing it. Not really whether or not I think it's a uh, the thing you should play this weekend. But the other thing uh, that comes down to it as well is I, I do really enjoy decks where you start to make decisions. And, and as someone who's, who would not describe themselves as an aggro player, I very much am not that. I do enjoy decks where very early on, you're set to seemingly simple decisions that actually take some time to think out of like when and how, like should should you cycle one? When do you cycle and what? Like almost all the way from the very first turn that you put some mana down, you're put to decisions right off the bat, right? Wait a second, wait a second. You're not playing Jeskai with black cards. You're playing Grixis with white cards. Just to... Clarify. Oh, yeah. oh and you're not getting just white such cards. great crisp. Yeah. <laughs> well, you're also playing with a with a one mana one one. <gasps> Everything about oh you are you even allowed to be considered a control player if you put a one mana one one in your deck? I don't know. I don't know who I am anymore. Can you like book a <laughs> meeting with the council and just check up for us? Yeah, no, I think I need to file a form and, and start talking to people about what my color identity is now. I'm learning so many new things, I'm feeling so many feelings about the color pie. I don't Maybe green isn't so. No, green's terrible. I'm not going to. No, but everything else near this deck. Yeah, that's fine. (laughs) That's what this deck is. It's everything but green. (laughs) That's what I'll. That's what I'll call the deck. That's the name of the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I love it. Well, any any other thoughts that we want to make about like cycling or or this specific cycling deck? I guess to answer the question uh, for because we aren't providing an intensive cyborg guide to this because that's a very long episode. Uh, competitive events in standard happening this weekend, bringing cycling. Uh, I, I think as of today, Tuesday, no, um, it felt to me like it was easy to surprise my opponents, but it would not, um, it would not always do so. That being said, 
I'm pretty famous for changing my mind last minute. So you'll have to <laughs> stalk me on Melee to find out. But for now, I, I don't have plans to play it again, though it, it was fun. I did enjoy it. Nicole, are you gonna are you are you gonna jump on that cycling? Well, it's not really a train; it's more of a train of cycles. It's a it's a cycling. It's a cycling train cycle. Yeah. Oh, a bi- oh, th- what a great invention! A bicycle. Yeah, that's what we're talking about. <laughs> Nicole, if only there was a a vehicle that had the word cycle in it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> although they're asking. <laughs> yeah, and Nicole. Uh, well, I guess that's a big question. Are we playing vehicles in our cycling deck, or are you just <laughs> it, it it'll be the ultimatuming. I'll be shadows verdicting all of the people that are bringing their cycling decks this weekend sinister that's my plan sinister (laughs) i kind of like it i'm not proud of it but i like it well that's our that's our thoughts on the cycling oh you didn't share right that's i was about to say wait a second what you didn't say if you're gonna play cycling this weekend well oh if i well well i thought that's kind of a foregone conclusion like that's not (laughs) Like, if anything, I'm going to try and splash black a little bit more just because I feel it's like I, I just don't feel right with Jeskai cycling and, and just having a couple of black cards in there. It's like, I'm going to play Grixis cycling and then and then splash white, much as Nicole said. Like, yeah, if I'm jumping in, well, but here's the actual reason why. Why would I, if I was jumping into a competitive event this weekend, why would I bring cycling? Because it's the deck I know. And I am I am very much aware and I can very much be honest that if I tried to pick up Sultai or Naya or any other type of archetype right now going into this weekend, I guarantee you that I would not play it optimally. I would not know how to sideboard correctly and I would not do as well. Even if I like, even if it was the perfect meta call, I'm not so sure that I would do as well as I would playing a deck that I just know. And so that's what I, that, that is the reason why I would play cycling this weekend, which is not necessarily the reason why any of our listeners should play cycling this weekend. Uh, sorry, I have a bit of a thought worm that's been in my head since someone said it. Why are none of the vehicles, like, not motorized vehicles? Like, why have we not seen, like, I don't know, like, Nissa's bicycle? <laughs> there was a car. There was, like, a race car. It had, well, like... There, there's been cars and boats and trains and all that, but why have there not been, like... Especially I don't know, recently. Chandra's rollerblades or something. Yeah, especially <laughs> recently. Most of them are just like carriages of some type. Yeah, but so where like, are the bikes? It's true. Like, you it's can't true. tell me that that whatever, whatever plane they're on has trains but not bikes. <laughs> I guess it's because we have artifact servos, but we don't yet have artifact wheels. <laughs> like if you had if you made you a wheel to roll an, a servo around it could yeah. work <laughs> like there is there is there is spinning wheel from Eldraine so maybe if you can like maybe you crew artifacts that's what it is you crew two artifacts and then the wheel like and then that one vehicle becomes a bicycle that then a planeswalker can get on and then now your planeswalker can attack for its loyalty Watsy call us boom we're here that's how it that's how it's done welcome to your new spoilers of modern horizons 2 where we bust out bicycle vehicles get get to us before rescue gets scooped up by scg and they're marketing there's actually a knock at my door and they're talking to me about and about uh about non-disclosure agreements and i didn't even know i was breaking it at this point this is just a shot in the dark 
But we know that if you're going to take a shot in the dark, you want to light up your opponents with a Zenith Flare, which is why we always think that cycling is a fantastic deck. Thank you for that segue. I'm just going to pat myself How long on have you back. been sitting on that segue? I have, well, here's the thing about So segue is a type of vehicle that also has two wheels <laughs> oh, that I cannot So not in the magic world. Yeah. Yeah, it's true. Well, wait for it. Wait for, you know, wait, wait, wait for secret layer segues where it's all <laughs> vehicles, but they're different types of segue. I would buy that. I would actually, I think oh, I'd break down and I think I would buy that. I want to see a majestic segue that is Parhelion 2. Like, that's what I want to see. This website is free. I'm just saying. <laughs> well, we want to know your thoughts on the cycling decks or uh, whether or not you think you would buy secret layer segues. Uh, that's, you know, just, I am just churning out the money-making ideas for Watsi right now. But whether or not you want to make some awesome, uh, I, that's what I want. I want folks out there, if you can design a card, design me some vehicles that would be in secret layer segues. And I want you to tweet them to us at Swagoy Gaming, S-W-A-G-O-I Gaming, with your vehicles that you would put segues into for secret layer segues. That's what you want to do. And so, and I want you to hashtag Swagoy Secret Layer. That's what it's going to be. Hashtag Swagoy Secret Layer at Swagoy Gaming with your Segway vehicles. That's what we're going to do. And on top of that, let us know whether or not you would be playing cycling this weekend, whether or not you, you think that deck has some staying power or whether or not it might have been a flash at the pan. And you can always visit us at swagoi.com, S-W-A-G-O-I.com to learn all about our magic team, as well as our other competitive teams, including Valorant, Hearthstone, our content creators, and so much more. Of course, you can find out more about us and this podcast by maybe subscribing. You could leave a review. Maybe you want to write some words about how awesome this uh, entire discussion about cycling and vehicles has been. And while you're doing that, you're going to think, wow, those those people on that podcast are fantastic. And Brasky's co-hosts are amazing. I want to know what they're doing to get better at the game of Magic and where I can find them doing it, which is where I'm going to lead to right now. Caroline, what are you going to be doing this weekend to get better at the week, to get better at Magic, and where can people find you doing it? Uh, so this week in the plans are some SCG satellites. And then the arena online PTQ thingamabob. Um, and that's probably it. I have this historic tournament. It looks pretty cool, but my Saturday is already sort of full. So probably not, but uh, definitely something I might consider. So lots of little things to do. And where can people find you doing it? Great question. You can find me on Twitter at MyLinguini, M-I-G-H-T-Y. L-I-N-G-U-I-N-E. You can find me on Instagram at the Mighty Linguini, and you can find me on twitch.tv slash the Mighty Linguini. I always stream on Wednesdays and Saturdays. I always have a magic guest, but we don't always play magic. Fabulous. And Nicole, what are you doing to get better at the game and where can people find you doing it? Well, I will most likely be joining Caroline on the Star City Grind this weekend at some point, hopefully playing uh Friday. Uh, and then not needing to play again until Sunday. I am unfortunately not in the MIQ this weekend, but um, looking to get some some sealed practice in anyway. And you can find me on Twitter at Lady of the Crease. Fabulous. Of course, you can find me trying to uh, make Grixis cycling work as well as trying to find different ways to uh, make Naya segues. Uh, the other new meta breaker that will be coming up after that. And when you want to find me doing it, you can find me on Twitter and Twitch at Brasky1142. Of course, we always appreciate you, the listener, for listening to us here at Fam Friends and Magic. We can't wait to do it all over again next week. 
Bye-bye. Bye.